Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast where we talk about all things video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Tatum. That's the sound guy, Joe. Hello. Patrick will probably be joining us later in the episode. If we do, then I'll do like a little record scratch of... We should pretend that it was like a memorial thing. Oh, t- uh, today oh, wow. we are gathered here for this Delta episode number 20-something. 25. 25. In memoriam of Patrick. Uh, oh, his ghost. Where is his ghost? That's a great question. I think I have his ghost yeah. in like my closet somewhere. So Tatum, one day Patrick couldn't come, so I think he recorded it. He did it over like Discord. Yeah, we did it over Discord. Mm. But because that seat was empty and it made me sad, I <laughs> busted out a piece of paper and I drew him. Yeah. With like, do do you have paper now? I, okay, I'm gonna do some art. You guys, <laughs> you guys talk about something. <laughs> so yeah, in, in memoriam of Patrick, we'll get another do ghost of him. Um, I'm gonna start off with just like how my day started. I have I go for okay. it, Mesty. It started bad. Oh, okay. But but here's here's why. <laughs> so um, as as you guys know, I wear my Razzle Dazzle shirt every Friday because that's Cheetah. tradition for me, right? Because this is when we record, and Today, like after I got out of the shower and I was trying to get dressed, I like, get my clothes ready. I couldn't find it anywhere, <gasps> and and I know I did laundry like earlier this week, so I'm like, I know it's not in the hamper, mm-hmm. you know. So so I'm like, where the hell is it? I'm I'm looking all over the room in the closet for like a good ten minutes, and I'm like, I don't know where it is. So instead, like I got my Voltron shirt, which is a which is usually the substitute, but like. I'm not upset that I wasn't wearing it at first. I'm wearing it now, but I'm going to get to that. Because, Spoilers. Because, because there has been days where um, it's been like I haven't gotten around to laundry yet and I, I would have to wear something else. So I always grab a, a Voltron shirt because that's my uh, replacement for my Razzle Dazzle shirt. The reason why I was ups- upset is I know that it's clean. I know where it isn't, right? Like where it's supposed to be, it's not there. I know it's somewhere, but I don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's what got me upset. So, so I was already like at work wearing my Voltron shirt and I'm like, man, I, I feel really bad for not having my Razzle Dazzle shirt. And then um, apparently somebody found it at home and it was just inside out. So I'm like, like inside out in the oh. closet on the floor, and I'm like, great. The plot oh my twist God. no one saw coming. So I went back home and uh, I got it, and now I'm wearing it. Now <laughs> I'm having a great day again. So, ah, look at that. I'm gonna take a picture of that. So, um, oh. <laughs> for the for the gram, yeah. It, Hi, Ghost Patrick. It looks so. The drawing <laughs> for the people who can't see it, obviously, uh, it looks like how. Like, if I had to draw what I think a substitute teacher would look like <laughs> from memory, that, <laughs> that's what it looks like. You gave him a haircut. You gave him a fade. I tried to replicate it, like, from the original drawing as much as I could. And I remember he had very long, curly hair at that point. Yeah. I so. personally like how one lens of the glasses is a rectangle the and the other is, like, a parallelogram <laughs> of sorts. His eyes are squares? I love it. No, that's great. Another I, ghost Patrick. I love it. Picasso, uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how my day started. And it, it was like, 
upsetting and then now it's like normal so that's how much i care about this shirt on fridays it's like a it's like a tradition thing i don't know it's weird you guys never have that type of stuff happen well, I have a lot of black t-shirts and a lot of small black t-shirts. Okay. So some days, some Fridays, okay, I'll just... Okay, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I just throw on a black t-shirt and I look down. It says Puma. Uh-huh. So I have to look specifically for the neon, <laughs> which I surprisingly have a lot of neon black t-shirts. Uh-huh. This isn't my only one. Uh-huh. That's like one size too small. So I'm not even going to cap with you. Like I, I have a different shirt that I was wearing today for my play production class mm. that says grandpa knows everything that I got yesterday out of the thrift store. It does. <laughs> and um, so I was like, oh, I need to bring my Razzle Dazzle shirt because I need to change into it. Not even gonna lie, did not know where I know I did not see it from last Friday. I was like, I hope it's in my closet. <laughs> like I just did not locate it. But then I, oh, my plethora of black shirts. It's like Narnia if you walk into my closet. But I found it and I was like, oh, period, gang. And I walked out of the house. Exciting stuff. So I guess I'm the only one that that my mood really gets affected by not having it. Okay. Great. Love to know it. Um I just <laughs> I was just like, it's it's gonna be there. I was like, right. I don't want to think about it if it's not, because I'll stress myself right. out. Right, okay. Alright. That, that makes me feel a bit better. If I lost it, I would throw a hissy, but I haven't. <laughs> so so no hissy has been thrown. Okay, no, fair enough. No fit. So uh, this is our first Delta of 2023. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we already did our year in review episode last week, so go check that out. We, we got to talk about things that happened in 2022. So now let's let's just talk about our, our first month. Do, uh, I'll, I'll start off with asking about, do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Oh man, I joked and said my resolution. Resolution. <laughs> what is it? Resolution. resolution. <laughs> I'm thinking of revelations. <laughs> you actually go to church now. Well, New close. Year revelations. <laughs> close. It's to be worse. <laughs> close, okay. Worse. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's a revelation of its own. So, so your New Year's resolution is to be more of a dick. Be less. Be less of a dick. Be less, period. <laughs> okay. I think to be worse, you gotta be more. Oh, you gotta man. be too much. Do you remember that improv picnic thing we went to a yes. couple weeks ago? Yes. One of our friends was discussing their resolution, and they were going on about, you know, I want to get healthier. I wanna, I wanna lose weight. I wanna get strong. Oh, how lame. And then I went up to them and so said, basic. "Oh, that's sweet. Mine is the kill more Smurfs." <laughs> 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 and I brought up my blanket that has blue paint on it. <laughs> and I was like, I only got a few. I'm on, I'm on a good track. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine was, mine is slash was to get uh, 5,000 followers on Instagram and then 80,000 on TikTok. Mm. Just so I can work on, because last year, like, I posted, but I like knew I could post more. But I want to just work on marketing myself more as both a makeup artist and an actress. And I'm at, I actually gained quite a few on Instagram. So I'm at 4.5 thousand on Instagram and then 76 thousand on TikTok. So I I wish um, all of them like also migrated to our accounts. I can push push them. I'll post on my TikTok be like, you really don't have to, but like it's appreciated. I'm just saying like if if they love you so much, if they love you so much, they'll watch or listen to every single episode you're on. You know, I really support. Very like 
Okay, I'm probably 80% sure that a good portion of my audience on TikTok is more than likely 12-year-olds. So I don't know if that's the kind of audience that you would want. Yes. It, audience, an audience is an audience, you know? <laughs> I feel like you say that, then you're going to get bombarded with Fortnite comments or something like that. I want more activity. I don't care how bad it is. Any kind of publicity is, is good, good publicity, publicity, okay? I'll take what we can get. If, I mean, so we cover a, a vast topic or vast amounts of topics that can appeal to almost anyone. So, come on, 12-year-olds. Like, nerd, <laughs> I want just that quote. <laughs> is that the clip for the episode? Come on, 12-year-old. Come on, 12-year-old. New Year's resolution. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't think I have like like a specific resolution like I want to be better at this. No, I, I I haven't thought about like a resolution in a while. Because, because what my family does, at least from my dad's side, we like get 12 grapes and on New Year's Eve like while counting down you like you gotta eat a grape per second and make like a resolution or a wish with each grape. That's really <laughs> stressful. That sounds like a choking hazard waiting but to it's happen. Fun. It's it's actually fun. Yeah, I mean like if if they're seedless. Yeah, if it was a cherry, you would be. You dead. would have yeah. to like. You would have to eat them like a vacuum. Like it'd be like one, two, <gasps> three. You're eating it like Pac-Man. You know, like waka 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 waka. That know? is. That is a choking hazard. Like that—that that is dangerous. Your dad was like, "Do you know what would be fun?" It's—it's <laughs> it's literally a Hispanic thing, it's like a Cuban thing, mainly. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's so really? interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. so painfully white. I'm chronically <laughs> Caucasian. Do you think I've heard of that? I watched the ball drop. That's it. I'm a simple woman. <laughs> okay. What channel do you turn, tune into? Like. What do you, what channel do you watch for the ball drop? I, to be honest, I don't really, I'm not one of those people where I'm like, five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Like, I, like, if it's on TV, it's on TV. If it's not, I'm like, oh, it's midnight. Like, I don't, <laughs> hey. I'm not like, let's get some sparkling cider. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not like that. So, uh. I don't know. Patrick, what is your New Year's resolution? Oh, all right. Uh, jumping right into it. I So I came at New Year's with like a sense of like, no, I don't want a resolution because usually I can't stick to one, right? Right. So my resolution this year is a really, really general vague one of just self-improvement. And then I'm just going with that. Okay, cool. Um, we were just talking about... Um, do you and your family do like the 12 grapes for New Year's? The 12 what? Grapes? No. No? Well, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so like I was just explaining that, you know, uh, my family, my Cuban part of the family eats 12 grapes like right before New Year's. So you got to make like a resolution or a wish on each grape. That's fun. But also <laughs> like... I don't know. That's a. Where did that come from? I don't know. It's it was it's it's a Hispanic thing. Like a lot of Hispanic families I know, especially in Miami, do that for New Year's. Honestly, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but like, they say you got to do it like a grape per second. But like, you know, you're not gonna do a it. A grape per second. Yeah, man. I can't. I cannot think of resolutions that fast. What is you gotta this? Have Guy Fieri's minute to win it? Like, gotta... bro, I would have to have a list, like, one exactly. second. Has That's fine. anyone almost choked because of this? No. 
I feel like that's not true. Not that I know of. A Do grape per second is a lot of grapes. Like you can't eat a grape per second without getting like an excess in your mouth. <laughs> it's like the, what was it? Chubby bunny challenge that went around where it's like uh, how many marshmallows? I feel like oh. that's what would happen. Yeah. It'd be worse if you had to say Because you take like loud. two bites of the grape. And then it just you're right. Like, how many you, bites you, are you another grape of a is already grape, in your mouth. Patrick, wait, wait. How many bites do you like <laughs> chop up a grape? No. no, you take at least two bites when you're eating a grape. How big are the grapes you're eating? Like it's just like ow. how small are the grapes you're eating? <laughs> <laughs> touche, touche. Um, so uh, Tatum, tell us about your month. Um, like how it's just how it's been so far. Yeah, like what you been up to? It's been it's been pretty good. So actually, I got cast in a horror movie. Yay! Um, I am going to be filming it next week. I'm going up to Orlando to film it. I'm both the head SFX makeup artist on it, and I am, I guess, one of the leads in it. It's mainly like Don't a one be man. No, but it's like mainly a one man movie, and then I am the sister of the main character. Sure. And I have a whole final girl monologue where it's Blair Witch Project-esque and mm. you're on camera and it's like, I don't know how to get out of here. Mm. Um, so that's that's a big part of it. So I've spent the last two weeks making prosthetics and doing a bunch of stuff for that, doing Zoom calls and everything. Um, I did watch, I talked about this many a time and I did it before we started recording today, but I did watch a horror movie that's really good that came back into theaters called Skinamarink. Mm. I know I've already talked about it. However, it is very, very good. And it has my top accolades. Is accolades the right word? Yeah, sure. Okay, I had to, like, check on it. Like, like it, check. It, it cool. checks off a lot of boxes for you yeah. when it comes to I movies? Think it, I think it was very good. It was a very enjoyable watch. Mm. I, like, almost cried watching it, but that means mm. the movie did its job. So. Okay. Pretty good movie. But other than that, I've just been recommending homework. it for people in your stead. What? You've been recommending it to people for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I had a friend nice. literally yesterday be like, oh, what horror movie should I watch? And I was like, huh. You know, Tate has been talking a lot yeah. about Skinnering. Yeah. So. My legacy lives on. Thank you. <laughs> well, you pride yourself. You pride yourself as an independent thinker and do not accept other statements without satisfactory proof. Me? Yeah. I so if I say I, you I'm gonna like a movie, you're gonna be like, will I though? You're pretty critical. I'm that. pretty critical. Are yeah. you just dogging on me right now? I'm just saying. You know, I think a good combo for like movie reviews, like to get anybody's opinion that's like you know pretty okay, is between Tatum and Patrick, since you know one of them right. went to film school. They're the most qualified. Me, to be obviously. Yeah, exactly. Barely qualified <laughs> film school. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, tell us about your month. Mine was pretty good. Um, I didn't. Oh, sorry. There's an airplane. That's okay. I'll let this. I'll let this airplane pass first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside. If you couldn't tell. Yeah, man. There's we also heard a birds trill that chirping. goes off every now and then. We heard birds chirping when you came in. Oh, lovely. Very yeah. peaceful. Very nice ambiance here when there aren't airplanes flying over. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't really get up to much in terms of, like, watching things, anything like that. It was just a lot. I've been playing a lot of games. Mm, um, and, like, I think one of the biggest ones that, like, I've been having a lot of fun with is, um, so Skyrim is a game, right? Yes, that is. Everybody knows Skyrim came out, like, t 13 years ago, all-time classic. Um, 
recently uh, released to the public, uh, a mod called Skyrim Together has come out mm. where you can play Skyrim with your friends. Mm. And it is, it's, it's just a straight up good time. Um, I, I've been playing with a few friends of mine who are a bit, uh, who know a lot more about the game. So I have one friend, there's a spell you can cast to kind of just uh, level like every single time you cast it. And so literally this man is running around the map, casting the spell over and over again. By the time we get go from a place to a place, we've already over leveled the place that we need to be at because this man's casting the spell so much on the way over. Heck yeah. So just but it's really last. It's really fun. Uh, I I've been having a great time with it. When you play like games like that, do you tend to be more sociable or do you prefer to be more introverted and go on your own journey? Because I think oh, I love being part of the party. <laughs> I, I love like go going places together. Everybody gets lost. Suddenly you hear someone start screaming because they have like thirteen guys on them and you have to find where they are in the base. <laughs> um, I don't really like going off by myself because it's up another airplane. Especially in Skyrim where you can get your stuff rock. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's literally like this dude runs off, pisses off a giant, dies. But since dying just respawns you like to the nearest town or party member. Mm-hmm. So every now and then I'll just like I'll see that he died in the chat and then I'll, he'll just teleport next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Anything else? That game's pretty fun. Yeah. I've also been playing a lot of a, uh, uh, a Japanese game that's kind of like a cult classic kind of game. It's called Earth Defense Force 5. Um, weirdly sounds familiar. You've probably seen it before. It's basically a game where you play as Earth fighting against an alien invasion force, Mm -hmm. except it's all just like bugs. So it'll be like ants and wasps, like giant versions of these. It's like giant ants, wasps, spiders, like, and then you just get like these really futuristic guns and shoot them. Every level is very easy. It's just shoot the bad guy. Mm -hmm. But like, there's tons of different enemies and it's just a really fun co-op experience because you kind of just turn off your brain, shoot monsters and talk to your friends. This looks like a game where you would um, ride a mech. But you don't. That, my my friend plays the class that ha- there are mechs. Oh, of there course are, there are. Yeah. There are multiple mechs, and there are also uh, like Godzilla type monsters. Yeah, kaiju. So you can you can use a mech to fight a kaiju. Cool. It's uh, it's really fun. But you can also just use a gun. You can also just <laughs> use a gun. My favorite class is the wing diver. It's just like girl with a jetpack, cool. which is also very. The, it's very Japanese because this is the only girl character, and as you would expect, uh, clothes are uh, minimal on this kid. But the gameplay is very fun because you can just fly around or whatever. So I feel almost weird doing it because I hate Japanese games that do this on uh-huh. one hand. But the other hand, it is the funnest class to play in the game. Uh huh. I'm sure it is. How free are you to make these choices? Because like I know that you don't like it when you're restricted by the things that you want to have fun with. I want to do this, but I can't. You're not a fan of that. It's a little irritating because, like, I'll play Wing Diver and then my friend will spawn a mech and I'll be like, I want to use that mech, but I can't because I'm playing the Wing Diver class. So in that way, it's pretty restrictive. At the same time, you also have a lot of, like, options in terms of guns and weapons and things like that. So I'm not complaining too much because, like, I can go in one level with a giant laser and a grenade launcher and then I can go in the next level with a... a helicopter, uh, shotgun, and I don't know, <laughs> a, a rocket launcher with a hundred rockets inside of the, cool. the <laughs> inside of the yes. clip. 
cool. What else? It's, it's it's great. It's absurd. It's goofy, and it's just a great time to a great game to play with friends as well. Hell yeah! So you've been you so, so you've been really co-oping this month. Co I think I, yeah, I think so. A, a lot of co-op games. Okay. It's 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 honestly like I'm starting to re-remember the charm in them because <laughs> it, it is like I absolutely love single-player games and uh, multiplayer like competitive games. That's where a lot of my time has gone the last year. Mm. But now, like playing these co-op games, like man, not only did I forget how good these are, but there's also so many co-op games out there I still want to try. Yeah. Cool. Um, is that all? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> bring out more later. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. No, I want you to go first. Didn't I? Oh, I didn't. Didn't I? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what I've been up to? I guess I've been watching a lot of uh, uh random Netflix shows, like very slice of life. But like live action, you oh. know. Uh, there's uh, this one called uh, Atypical. Oh, um, yeah, I've seen Atypical. Yeah, it's a it's a good show. Um, there's another one called Never Have I Ever, which was pretty all right. Um, not like I I didn't choose to put it on. It was just on, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm now invested somehow. It's weird how that happens, where you like you see somebody else watching a show, and like you're not really wanting to watch it but somehow you end up watching you want to finish it like you want to know what happens it's a weird thing so um i guess that's been happening a lot with me and um i've been playing i guess this is foreshadowing i've been playing a lot of um tomb raider i've been absorbing a lot of tomb raider contents and uh the the, the reboot the 2013 rise of the tomb raider and then also shadow of the tomb raider which i'm currently playing right now Lovely games. I absolutely love the first one, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. So, like, when you watch Slice of Life, do you like try to look for a character that's like you? Because like, Ooh. you kind of have this need for people to like and admire you, and if you can see that on the anime screen, is that something you like seek after? I think my answer is no for both live action and anime. I don't like heavily gravitate towards. I relate to this person. No. Um, I just like seeing how people with like whatever struggles they have going for them in these slice of life episodes or like you know their daily lives. I want to see how they are uh, conquering their everyday challenges and how they live. I th I find it fascinating. Uh, that's why I love uh, Comey Can't Communicate or on High School Host Club. You know, um, uh, my dress up darling. And Atypical is probably up there now with me. You know, it's it's, a, it's about an autism kid. You know, they're they're not uh, a child. Not who a is child. Autistic. A kid not with a child. It, it, like he starts he's off in high school. He's a teenager with autism. Yeah, he, <laughs> he starts off in high kid. school and then goes to college. You okay. know, and it's just like, all right, let's let's see what happens. Okay. It, it's yeah. a pretty good. It's a good show. show. It gets it's like, awesome. It gets pretty complex. I would say, like as it goes on, like once you get what season are you in? I finished. Oh, you finished? Yeah. I would say, but also some stuff happened, if I'm not wrong, some stuff happened in real life that they had to change, like, some of the plot lines for. Oh, really? Show. I think so. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's it for me, I think. When shit goes wrong in an anime, do you, like, kind of, do you kind of get invested? Because, like, at the end of the day, you're a little worrisome yourself. You're just so, if everything's going every nice in an anime, it's not a good anime. Yeah. Then. There's got to be challenges in the story or else, like, what the hell are you watching it for? You know, you're just like, okay. hey, these two are getting coffee every Tuesday. Okay. 
Well, there are, like, slice of life's like that, where everything just goes good always, and, like, the biggest, like, conflict is, like, two people disagree on something extremely small, like, clothing. Right, like... And that's the whole episode's conflict. I, and I I hate those. I watched a few of those, and it's it's just, like, so hard to be invested. Yeah, unless there's, like, an underlying, like real world lesson to it that type of stuff doesn't matter to me nor do i care for it because like i I, with the slice of life i've seen there has been an underlying like message of either how these type of people with these type of um uh, what's the word i don't want to say disabilities like these type of challenges that they have that they face every day how do they how do they proceed with that on a daily basis you know how do they uh, see the world, how do they interact with the world and how other people interact with them. That's the type of stuff where I'm like, okay, yeah, let's figure it out. Like, Comey can't communicate. She has, uh, like, a severe anxiety disorder or whatever that that uh, that doesn't allow her to freely communicate as much as she wants to. Like, she wants to make friends. She wants to talk to uh, multiple people, meet multiple people, but, like, it's hard for her. You know, atypical, yeah, this... This guy has autism, you know, that's a big deal. There's a lot going on there. Let's uh, peel back those layers and find out what's up. So conflicts, you know, it's got to have some conflict to be a good, compelling story. I think you would like uh, Fruits Basket, Fruit Basket. I've heard Uh, a lot about it. Oh, yeah. You, by the way, you sent me uh, a spoiler to that in one of the memes you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I saw it, and it, thankfully, I had already seen that spoiler before, so I wasn't going to put all the blame on you. But I, you sent me that, I was like, oh my god, he has no idea. Funny, <laughs> funny you bring that up. Uh, we were, like, I think it was before the episode started, we were talking about, like, how much I send to the three of you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh my god! Because I send a lot. You're not even the person who sends me the most. Oh, though. okay, awesome. <laughs> Patrick's like, just so you know, I'm way more popular than Ting. <laughs> now I just have friends who cannot stop looking at and sending memes. Right. Yeah. Honestly, it's probably a problem for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, but what I was gonna say about fruit baskets, it's a fruits basket, whatever the which one of them has an S. I don't know which of the words has an S. Uh, it's like. The entire cast of characters has, like, uh, each one of them has a sort of thing in their backstory that's, like, a a trauma that drives who they are. And at first, when you're first watching the show, you have no idea. You're just like, wow, these are a bunch of charming individuals who are a little weird. And then you discover, oh, they're a little weird because of XYZ reasons. Uh, And then it's sort of like a girl trying her best to be friends with people despite them not their traumas blocking that mm. if that makes sense yeah 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 i get that yeah it's I, a great I, show i've heard a lot about it um i think season two has been, is highly anticipated and i think that's for real uh, season two I, i'm pretty sure there's there's already a season two. Oh, I, I know there is a new season that's highly anticipated that should be like arriving soon also uh spy family i love spy family that's a slice of life uh anime Still, I've been watching it as well. Yeah, uh, it's so good. The only reason I've stopped watching it because um, the dub hasn't caught up to the sub, and that's just how I prefer to watch anime. And that's a whole debate. It's also difficult to like shift. Exactly. I remember I was like being a high Q fan. Eventually, it gets to the point where you have to stop watching dubbed episodes. Yeah, yeah. If you want to stay up to date, and it's just like I've given up on it because 
it, they're just so like differently voiced. Yeah, and it's hard to track who is who. Yeah, and it's it's just a different. It's sometimes it's a different vibe, all throughout. You know. Oh, that too. Yeah, the humor is very different in Haikyuu between the dub and the yeah. sub. The sub is very Japanese humor oriented, and the dub is very American humor oriented. Exactly, and a lot of things will just fall flat with us just switching to sub. You don't get too frustrated with language barriers, right? Because at the end of the day, that is restricting you from X amount of great animes. I know, mm. but like, also, I don't try to indulge myself in anime all that much. I'm not a heavy anime watcher. There are certain animes that I find interesting that I would watch. I'm not going to be like, I'm not scrolling through Country Roll or Funimation to find, oh, let's find a new show like I do on Netflix or Hulu, you know? So it's it's not the biggest deal, but like when I start something that's dubbed and that's going to have dubbed episodes, I'll be like, okay, yeah. If, if it's just a sub-only anime that is not going to get any dubbed and that's already finished, I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll still watch it. I'll still enjoy it. I don't care. Yeah, so, some of my favorite animes I've watched <clears throat> subbed, it's just like... It, there is also an element of like a lot of dubs are terrible performances, that's, especially if you're going to like more old school anime. Yeah. So it, there is also that aspect of it. Like even if you don't understand, like the language barrier does kind of suck. But at the same time, like there are some Japanese voice actors giving killer performances in like 70s, 80s, 90s anime. That's true. That you will just completely miss if you watch a dub. That's true. Yeah, it's fair. When I watched Squid Games, I'm a person, I like reading subtitles, mm -hmm. but I was like, oh, I'm curious what, like, the English dub sounds like. So I had this, like, predetermined, like, notion of, like, what English their, dub? yeah, of, like, what their voices sound like, and probably, like, a few episodes in, I was like, I wonder what the actual, like, the actual voice, or the actual actors sound like, and I switched over, I was like, oh my That's god. That's way better. It was, yes, it was so much better. I, not that the English voice actors necessarily did, like, a bad job, mm -hmm. but, like, obviously, the actual actors, it was so cool and it was so the voices were so different I was actually surprised mm -hmm. at how like I don't know I thought they were gonna kind of try to at least get someone with a similar tone mm -hmm. or similar rhythm of speech or something but I was surprised it was like completely different but I loved it I didn't know there was, oh, was never a priority for mm -hmm. that if you it, like my favorite example of this is like Dragon Ball Z with Goku Goku in English oh, yeah. we all know it and recognize that voice yeah. but if you ever heard Japanese Goku <laughs> Uh, it sounds like an eight-year-old who is very angry. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Joe? I have been practicing my psychic abilities this month. Oh, have you? Because I am taking a class with Professor Sam Walsh. Sure. This class is called... It's, it's an IDS class, but the topic is Faith, Pseudoscience, and Science. And what I have been, what I've known about for a while, but since I'm taking this class, I'm learning about it more, mm. is how people like psychics or quote mediums mm -hmm. um, are really just very good people readers. And I have been practicing cold reading, mm. which is the practice of just looking at someone on like probably your first glance and understand and trying to understand pieces of their lives from what limited information you have. Okay. I know you all pretty well, mm -hmm. so I don't think it would work out that that well. Or let's just do a quick little example with Jared. Jared, sure. you're pretty fashion savvy, so you probably had a very strong or important female figure in your life who was paramount in the way that you are now. No. Me. I was that 
It's been me all It's long. Tatum currently. <laughs> no, uh, I'm fashion savvy. Really? I, just, I don't consider myself fashion savvy. I, just, I wear graphic t-shirts every day in jeans, man. Like, <laughs> like the most fashionable, like, out there thing is my jacket. Do you know, do you understand how much I got you to think just saying that one simple thing? Okay. That's kind of the point. The key is vagueness. Mm. If you want to be a good psychic or people person, you have to be vague and convince them <laughs> of, make them think of something that they think you thought of. So what I've been laying on this so episode. It's just manipulation. That's what is it is. a little bit of manipulation. Just, that's what just I've been what doing it is. This <laughs> a little gaslighting McGas. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> On the worst end, you could call it gaslighting. Wow! And the fact the that you have to start with that <laughs> is evidence enough that it is, in fact, gaslighting. I don't make you think anything. I just try to get you to think. <laughs> gaslighting! What, what I've been doing this episode is using Barnum statements. P.T. Barnum, his famous quote is, uh, Every minute, there is a sucker who is born. So, by giving off vague, blanket statements and asking them, hey, does this apply to you, when in fact it applies to most of the human population. <laughs> like astrology. That's exactly Whoa, what hot we're learning take. about here. No, that's Love like that those, little those, nuke you dropped in. Those medical ads, like, have you suffered from back pain? <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, yeah. Do you Who suffer hasn't? from being a person? Do you get headaches? Yeah, that's exactly what bottom <laughs> statements are. You tend to be critical of yourself. Who isn't? You have a need for people to like and admire you. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't, at least a little bit. I've said like six this episode to each of you. So. I've picked up every single one of them. Yeah, you're... I noticed them because I'm a good people reader, and I called you out on it, and Joey went, Shh, I'm doing something! <laughs> right you, in the middle of you saying something. You, I noticed you were, like, weirdly asking more questions about our stuff that you, you usually don't. And so they I'm were like, judgmental okay. as hell. <laughs> I noticed you want people to like you. Thoughts? I was like, damn, why am I being read for filth? I know your resolution was to be worse, but this is just mean. Oh boy. Alright, so what you got planned for us, then, Joe? That's it. Well, that's it. Okay, I thought you were going somewhere else. No, no, I just, that's what I've been doing this month. I've okay. Been trying to expose, when people take advantage of other people, I strongly hate that. Okay. Like, people in church, they're like, Oh, I know you, your your uncle is looking over you. And they're like, oh my god, my uncle died two weeks ago, how did you know that? <laughs> and then you just, I forget his name, an old evangelical evangelist from like the 80s would just say stuff like that and all the while his wife would be in an earpiece going like oh yeah uh yeah sh i just checked her ticket information she lives in this place and has recently done this or whatever uh. and he would be like oh the lord has told me that you like lasagna and, she, and they, they'd be like oh my god i love lasagna jesus is real and he's coming through this guy <laughs> so and then hot takes. so so which is a fraud they're use he's using their faith to get mm -hmm. money out of them and because get because it's their strongest belief. So why would it be wrong? Right, and he's playing into them, which I think is scummy. And that person deserves 100%. the bankruptcy that they went into. It's no different than uh, like people at like those sideshow circuses. Because I think I do believe in some mediums. I do genuinely believe that there are some, like that's my own belief. But like especially with how much access we have to technology and everything we have today, 100%, 99% of them are gonna be fake. 
and are purely playing into the idea. They're just like, hmm, your grandma, is she dead? Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> you recently lost someone. You have to use factors like their looks, their age, and all of that. Sort Simple of demographics to yeah. be like, just like narrowing down. I yeah. experience you've gone through a financial change. Yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> We're coming off the heels of a pandemic. So it's things like yeah. that that I've been really like interested in and yeah, trying to dude, learn more about. Go ahead, dude, I love Sam Walsh and his classes because they they really like he really helps you look at his, like the, the topics of the class in a different perspective. My last class with his, him before I graduated was like a weed culture, specifically looking at like the people groups that surround marijuana uh, and like the the cultural aspects of it. And bro, it's great because like you go in like thinking hippies are one thing and then you leave like, oh man, I had the completely wrong notion of that. And then like the, the outlaw smuggling scene as well, you think it's all about this, but then it turns out to be like this. And it's just like, th that man's class Class always helps me question the preconceptions I have in my brain. Hell yeah. This podcast just became Rate My Professor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe, were you going to bring that up? Uh, not that. Uh, the, uh, the video you sent us earlier this week. Were you going to bring that up today? What video? What video? Stop gaslighting me. Oh, you're continuing to gaslight. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, no I want to talk about it. Can we talk about <laughs> it? Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. Whatever, Wait, man. what video? Oh, I missed something, didn't I? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Joe, since you brought it up to all of us, you go ahead and... Well, the act man, who is a great YouTuber who I've kind of been following on and off again, he released a video that says, Will gaming kill you? Or will games kill you? And that video just kind of goes over the hysteria that mainstream media and news goes on and on about, uh, you video know, games. video games are violent and they're causing all these problems. Oh. That video is more satirical in nature and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. look at this. Well, like, it's a real thing. People believe this type of stuff for some reason. Yeah. And I, I brought that up because I thought it was a uh, interesting conversation to have. Okay, then let's have it. Uh, Patrick. I have a hot take yes. on it. Ooh. I think... It's happening a lot less, especially mm -hmm. comparatively to the time that he gathered those clips. Yeah. I think because when you look at it in terms of like a parent perspective, uh, most parents these days are old enough to have been raised with or around video games. Mm. Um, whereas that wasn't the case with those clips because those clips are like early 2000s, late 90s yeah. newscast clips. So it's a little different. Um, but I feel like these days there's such an awareness of me working in a local news station. Uh, I've seen them cover video games, and at least at my station, it's very address the issues, but don't talk about it like the entire video game's a problem. Mm -hmm. um, I think the big example right now is Fortnite, um, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of like lawsuits and hysteria surrounding Fortnite. And I think we've done a pretty good job in covering it because it'll be like a lawsuit being like Fortnite is making my kid addictive, addicted to it, which like, yes, Fortnite has like a sort of gameplay loop that encourages you to play for a very long time. However, you're also a parent and you should be involved in that. You should have a little more eyes on your kid. Uh rather if to avoid them being addicted to Fortnite. It's yeah. pointless to blame the video game. It's like the video game did its job. Right? That's not fair. It's like you yeah, you're a parent. You go in knowing that you'll have to super you shouldn't be like, 
hey, eight-year-old <laughs> whose brain is growing, here's this colorful game with all these pretty <laughs> pictures where you can interact with all these people on an endless loop. Don't get addicted to it. My guy. <laughs> My guy. See, uh, video games are meant to be fun. Like, we are supposed to have fun while playing these games, and we all want to have fun. We all always want to have fun and feel good and do things, right? Video games is that escape for a lot of people, especially kids who maybe don't have enough friends or don't, don't or we're in a world where playing outside has, has is very uh, not okay anymore because of how the world is. Mm -hmm. If parents see, first of all, parents should be the ones buying these kids these games. Okay. You should understand parents who, who don't know anything about video games. You give something that should be fun to a kid. This kid realizes, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm in love with this. I'm going to be obsessed about it. Why? Because there are no rules or regulations applied to how much this kid or these kids are playing this game. Because when I remember when I was uh, younger, when I was a little kid, I loved going to the pool, right? I would stay in the pool for hours on end. The only reason was because my parents will allow me to. If they just said, hey, stay in the pool, we'll be back in a few hours, I'll be like, cool, bye, I'm gonna be enjoying the time. If my parents never came back in, it won't be till like eight o'clock at night until I'll be like, you know what, maybe I should go home. Without any regulations, without anybody telling me, hey, this is enough time, you need to learn how to control yourself and limit yourself when it comes to the things you like because too much of one thing is always a bad thing. If nobody's there to tell me that, nobody's there to tell these kids that, they're not gonna freaking know. So yeah, th uh, that guy, that YouTuber said, the main problem with all these kids being too obsessed with these video games is because there are no rules and regulations. These parents are not being strict enough. And I'm not saying you gotta take your the video games away completely, no. Set hours, said like you can only play this amount of times. Or how about this, after your homework, Play video games for like, I don't know, four hours. That's fine. Like right before you go to bed, do it. How about just the weekends? Because my parents were very, very strict about me playing video games uh, through the week. Like I couldn't play video games from Monday to Friday. Well, Friday night, yes. But like, you know, between the weekdays, school nights, I can't play video games. Maybe sometimes like for like an hour or two. But first I have to finish all my homework. First I got to do like all my responsibilities and chores and stuff like that. Without those things, kids are just going to keep playing because nobody's telling them no. It's wrong. But, but you play a lot of video games now, correct? Of course I do. But so was it because you were restricted? I play a lot of video games now because I know that I have other responsibilities and I get those out of the way first before I even touch my controller. Okay. I, have a, I have a great perspective on this because yeah. of like my personal upbringing. So I kind of had a similar thing to you. My mom was very uh, no video games on weekdays yeah, and yeah. two hours a day on week weekends, which is uh, wow, that not sucks. a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot at all. Uh, yet for, for me, that only kind of drove my desire to play them more. Yeah. But uh, so her perspective in putting this rule into place was that uh, my half brother, his, his uh, him growing up, my parents weren't too restrictive with how much he played video games. And it got to the point where he got into his like later teen years, he was doing what I do now. Whereas whenever he has free time, nothing to do, etc., he would play for like a few couple hours yeah. on end if he had nothing else to do with yeah. his day, which there was nothing wrong with. But my parents saw that as a problem and didn't want that for me. 
So they started putting all these things in place. But at the same time, that only made me want to play games more. So I think I honestly like I don't even think restrictions like that really work to stop the desire, the interest. No, I mean, but- the, the, the whole reason is not to stop playing video games in the first place. It's but to bring a healthy approach yeah, exactly. to it. Exactly. Yeah. You telling me only two hours in the weekend? That's insane. Uh, I, I would break the rule all the time. Exactly. No, that's, <laughs> I think I think that's too restrictive now. Like, what my parents would do is uh, usually in the weekends, like, I I would barely play video games at night, or I, I'm sorry, during the day. So I would wait till nighttime, where like everybody is not doing anything. We're not like going out to places, not doing chores or whatever. Set, um, weekend cleanup, and I'll just play throughout the entire night. And my mom will let me like stay up till whatever time. Uh, during the weekends because it's the weekend you know have fun play your video games I don't care but but thanks to the restrictions throughout the week I'm like you know what I'm gonna set my own time limit and if the latest I'm gonna play 3 a.m. that's it and then I whenever I see 3 a.m. on my clock I'm like okay I gotta stop I gotta at least get some rest so and therefore I do it I like I I have taught myself to be more responsible when it comes to gaming to limiting how much I play so then it just becomes better for me. And all that is rooted in, in how you were growing up and, yes. how, and the parenting you had. Yes. But but Jared, parenting is hard. Yes, it's so it is. it's so much more easy to just get angry and punish. Yeah. Which is the approach that a lot of these not not this generation of parents, but I guess the last one. Yeah, or like have. yeah, earlier generations of parents. Yeah, like I don't understand that. You're grounded. That's that's the I'm, thing, right? I'm not gonna like I don't want to give my opinion too much because I also, like, I don't know what it's like having a kid. I don't know what it's like working a nine to five and having multiple hungry mouths to feed with or without a partner who you don't know how much they're going to help you. Or working two, three jobs. Like, I don't understand that. So I'm not going to be like, parents are not doing enough. (laughs) Like, they need to stop. I know how I was a kid. I had two older sisters. I know. Well, I wouldn't know how they were as kids because I was not alive. (laughs) But, like, I've been around kids. So, like, I could understand some frustration when, like, do you know the meme where set out one package of hamburger or one thing of rice or start cooking the rice and the kid doesn't do it and you just came back from your nine Mm -hmm. to five. God knows what. You prepare dinner every other every other day and your kid just didn't set out one thing I could understand getting angry and being like okay no video games Mm -hmm. like I could understand that you know so I don't want to weigh too much in and be like parents stuck learn to do better you know there there definitely should be like restrictions and rules and punishments in place the same way the parent would do normally but I think there has been in the past and kind of still is for some people this approach now that like they treat video games as something different Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like at a range from like some people will treat video like some parents will treat video games like drugs for their kids and so it's like super heavy restrictions you have to be constantly aware of what they're doing while other parents will be a lot uh, maybe a little looser than they should treat treat video games more like whatever but i think like you should just treat it like a hobby like a kid's gonna want to do their hobby all the time if they're not told anything otherwise but if you raise i think giving a kid a healthy perspective of like a hobby is something you should invest in but it shouldn't take away from your life yeah it shouldn't take Uh, over and make it everything well is there a difference then when that hobby is games that say like mario like say that game okay 
like say the kids, two different kids are addicted to a video game. One of them is Mario. Then one a game is a game where they're constantly shooting and killing other people. Okay. Like where is there a difference in that? What are is you there asking? a difference in how that game should be treated, like no. from that parent? Yeah. No, I think so. A little bit, because I think uh, like, like rating-wise. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't think you need to have a conversation with your kid about Mario, but I definitely think if you're gonna let your kid play GTA, you should have a conversation yes. about what GTA is yeah. and how. So why it's, are you letting an eight-year-old play GTA or right? Call of Duty? At least like when they're twelve or thirteen. Game, I know they're good games, man, but like, <laughs> yeah, there, there's subject, there's the content isn't for any year-old if at, at most give it to a 12 or 13 year old but i think like these are not the same games mario of course very kid friendly but like you can still want to play mario for 12 hours a day right as you would call of duty zombies or whatever right uh i think the same type of conversation of like hey i know you love this i know you're having fun but you have other things that you need to do as your responsibilities and this will too much of this will be bad for you so limit yourself doesn't in, in that general type of conversation i think should be had for any type of game because i'm always curious about those conversations and i've had to write multiple essays within the past few years mm -hmm. about the concept of do violent video games make violent kids so i'm always curious about people's takes on it just because i have my own take i think it like could make kids curious about it to mm -hmm. a certain extent. I don't think it's like all our mass murderers played no. gun games when they were young and that's why they're crazy. Like I think <laughs> it's something where it's it would be a tiny factor, but it would be for someone who's actually violent, it would be so many other factors on top of it's it. Definitely like other things. how they're brought up, nature and nurture, like stuff like that. So I'm always I'm always curious, just because I like to hear people's hot takes. Like, I will add in that like studies have shown consistently that there's real, really no link between violent video games and violence in kids. No, mm. um, it's it's a pretty consistent science in that regard. So, like, I, I am I'm big on like. I don't, and I think it's kind of what you were saying, where, like, I think it may draw an interest, like, for example, if you're playing uh, Call of Duty, there is definitely going to be, like, if you love the cut weapon customization side of Call of Duty, you might grow to be interested in guns and real-life mm -hmm. weapon uh, customization. But then that comes with the territory of this is a rated M game, and there should be conversations surrounding that for a kid. So he's not just like, oh, yeah, gun customizations in real life, that's just like Call of Duty. Yeah, you yeah. got 35 headshots. You can paint it green now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone on Earth can, <clears throat> like, I don't know. There's still circles in the real world where you can go, I play video games. I'm a gamer. And they're going to look at you like, ugh. Yeah, that's, that's always going to happen regardless of how uh, generalized or popularized uh, video games are. But I think... The, the video games don't make people violent, per se. Uh, I would say that video games are meant to help you escape realism and to play out these different roles, these different characters, these different acts and stuff like that. And, you know, scratch that itch of, hey, I want to go on an awesome adventure and fight dragons and kill an evil wizard. Go play Dragon Quest, okay? Live that out, whatever. Hey, I want to pretend that I am a Marine and stuff and going on these Super Commando missions. Okay, play Call of Duty, play Halo, whatever, right? 
it's I think I feel like that's a good release of like those type of pent up feelings I guess because you know people are curious people want to like be like oh well how this will be or whatever and he, here's a good uh, risk free way to express yourself through that I think for those people saying hey violent video games correlates to violent person don't know what the hell they're talking about about those specific games have they played them probably not most likely not one of those uh, people that of uh, the clips on the youtube video was like uh all these people are bad oh or, or it's talking about mass effect right it's like it's a sex game it's all about porn because there's a sex scene and the, and the creator was like have you played the game no of course Later. not yeah. then what the hell are you talking about you don't know everything about the game if you only gotta look at one little aspect about a certain a certain topic then you're very close-minded you don't know what you're talking about and, th and yet you have no reason to be talking about it because you don't know yeah that was, that was we Mass say as writer. we weigh in on parenting Mass Effect writer Brian kin Kindergren on Fox News. Yeah. He was like, hey, have you ever have you ever played Mass Effect? And then she was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not just talking about parroting. It's talking about pe uh, people that are that are ignorant about something that they don't understand. A lot of parents, yeah, they just be like, yeah, go play on your Nintendo. It's a, P it's a PlayStation. I don't care. Exactly. You don't care enough to know what the hell your kid is uh, 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 putting their time into you don't have to be like the same type of level of I know everything about this no just be like okay this video game has these type of things okay I mean you know it's, your, it's, it's a job of a parent to know what their kids are, are, are going to be absorbing what type of media but they can't do everything because they have other things to worry about just like how uh parents will worry about what type of topics are they going in school for or whatever you know like it's it's a lot to juggle but there's got to be some generalization of not everything has to be dedicated to one source oh my my jimmy was so polite until he started playing kirby so therefore kirby Oh, God. Is the reason, right? Like, come on, man. Do you know what Kirby My is? No. My son started eating household furniture. I think he's been <laughs> playing too much Kirby. I don't know. It's 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 a lot of ignorance. Ignorism? Ignorance. 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 Uh, from the parents, I, and they're I want to chime in as well because I want to add because like similar what you were saying is like this is also like a generational thing that wasn't oh. always video games. There was always some form of media form of media where people had this perspective with oh, like bring it to the fifties when television is first becoming a thing. Yep. A lot of a lot of parents and TV show hosts and whatever and radio hosts aired the same concern of like oh the radio uh, like TV is going to make our kids this mm -hmm. this that whatever mm -hmm. and then take it back even further to when like writing and books were first a thing there are literally like historical documents of people being like writing is going to make it so that our kids like don't rec remember things as well yeah, and that's why there's a lot of times in the past where a lot of people don't know how to read or write and that was like very frowned upon because nobody the understood books? it Books were insane, man. People, the, people would be like, "Oh, books are gonna cause my kids to be a sex, yeah, right? like driven, uh, murder hungry fiend." It's books. That's yeah, hilarious. books, are, like books my, are objective good. It's like my daughter keeps chiseling in her stone tablet. God, kids <laughs> these days. It's it's people not un, it's not is these older generation people that are not understanding of what the new thing is. So they're like, "That is automatically bad." Because I'm scared that. Of, of this thing because I don't know it. People are afraid of the unknown and will blame everything on that thing they don't understand 
because they don't know it. They don't know any better. And it's stupid. It's a dumb thing. Just educate yourself, man. Like, learn a thing or two about the thing that you're worried about. Because that that's why that's that's why I don't talk about a lot of like, I don't know, heavy political stuff, for example. Because I don't fully understand it, so therefore I'm not gonna be dumb and ignorant and just be and just say, oh, I believe this, I believe that. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, so I'm gonna shut up. To not worry about credit, it. it has gotten a lot better. It has. But you, yes. every now and again you'll still see you'll still see like an inkling of this. Like when mm -hmm. GTA five came out. Oh sure. The too realistic like argument. Like, you know. I I sent that in the chat to just kind of be, hey, this is funny. Look at look at how all these old people talked about what we do. Yeah, yeah. But also to like kind of I, I had in mind that uh, whatever we do, we'll ki we're kind of gonna always be on the outside. Mm. Gaming is not mainstream. I don't think it is. What do you mean? These, these days, it's it like the biggest like so. entertainment industry yeah. when it comes to money. Yeah, man. I don't think I don't think we're there yet. What the hell do you mean? There, we, there's esport competitions now. How? Okay. I you, would also agree that I don't think it's as mainstream as other. As mainstream. How many video game commercials will you see during the Super Bowl? Okay. Okay. Right? Okay, I see what you're saying, but do keep in mind that, like, there, a modern mainstream is not the same thing as it was, like, 10 years ago. Whereas 10 years ago, the things that are mainstream are very, like, objectively so. Everybody agrees on these things. But even, like, Super Bowl. Super Bowl is, like, it's mainstream, but it, football in general isn't as mainstream as it was, mm. give it 10 years ago. There's a lot, because of the internet and the way social media and things are now, there are a lot more interest groups in different things rising up to where I feel like it's less about like video games are the mainstream thing football is the mainstream thing etc et but rather there's just a lot of interest that can all be lumped up into a mainstream you yeah, also have to think sense. about if it's just like are you just considering the United States or are mm. you considering other countries and stuff too where it's like there's obviously different things like all these different ideas or different um, topics whether it's sports or video games that mm. their energy and accessibility mm -hmm. is being put into. This has turned into such a serious episode. <laughs> I... hey, it's it's fine, you know. We we can talk about. We can be serious. I know, but it doesn't you want to talk about serious. people on Reddit being assholes? Yes, finally. <laughs> we have ten minutes. Go. No, we have yes. like we have like a lot. We have so ten <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Do you want to introduce this since this was your idea? Sure. Yeah. So I texted Joey either last night or this morning and was like, "Hey, idea. What if on Razzle Dazzle?" We did, so there's threads on Reddit where people can post stories or whatever they want, and they're called Am I, Am I the A-Hole? And essentially they give their take on a certain situation that has happened in their life, and they have the people on Reddit comment and kind of vote on the situation to determine whether the OP, the original poster, is the A-Hole in the situation that they described or not. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love these. I, I browse these on the regular. I watch them so much. I'm such a judgmental person, and it's just so much fun. It's also like 
there are a lot of times where somebody is very clearly in the wrong yes. and everybody will like mention that and they start getting like defensive in the comments. Yes. Those are my like gold. I absolutely love just digging through those. It's like, it's like something like you posted like, it. Like <laughs> <laughs> you literally, it'll be like somebody's like not paying enough attention to their wife. And then like <laughs> the, the comments are entirely like, Hey, you should have just been like a little kinder and uh, more sympathetic towards your wife. And they'd be like, yeah, well you see, I'm going through, like xyz in the comments they're <laughs> yeah. like oh here we go <laughs> <laughs> i agree what do you got joe so i have all right i have one i have two actually for you i'm not gonna read them like verbatim i'm just gonna give you the the rundown the spark note so this first one i have is relating to what you do tatum a <laughs> instagram influencer <laughs> Ooh, okay. as well as an actress oh so it's me <laughs> so this person is going am i the asshole for telling my friends uh, that they're delusional for not having enough followers or something like that. Ooh. I don't remember the exact title, but the gist of it was is they have, this person has two friends. They're dating each other and they are small time actors. You know, they mm -hmm. have they've been on a few TV shows without any speaking lines. Okay. And they say they are um, Instagram influencers with less than 100 1500 in like followers combined. Okay. Okay. And they took a group photo, um, like big friend group all together, in mm -hmm. which they all had their arms around each other, including the two that were dating. And um, the two that were dating were like, no, take that off of Instagram because we don't want the public to know that we're dating. To which OP said, you guys are delusional. No, it's, it's just a nice picture. So, what do you guys think about that? So, I don't think I understood the uh, problem. So the original poster, the girl with influencers, correct? Yep. Is, um, she called the two friends who are dating delusional because they don't want their dating life to be made public. And she's like, you're delusional because they have they don't have that many they followers, so it's picture? not a big deal? They don't want the public to know that they are dating. Oh, that's... You're delusional. Like, what? Who cares? Nobody's gonna... It's a group photo of friends. Shut the... Shut up! No, no, I can understand. Like, if you don't want your dating life to be public yet, you don't know that situation with that person. However, you take a group photo knowing full... If you knew that this friend was an influencer, you know full well that more than likely that photo was going to be posted. So at the same time, it's like... I can understand not wanting that, like being uncomfortable with that. I totally understand it. If somebody doesn't want their picture to be on uh, social media, that's fine. That's one thing. But if the Are reason, they, like, yeah, right. If the reason is I don't want people to know that we're dating that. specifically, and if nothing in the post was going to be like, hey, look at me and these two couples. Or, or this couple, you know, if that's not going to be there, just like, hey, look at me and my friends. That's fine. That part is fine. But if they still don't want the picture there because they don't want to be on the person's social media, that's fine. Okay, so I have a unique unique take on this one. Okay. Um, so I, I recently over New Year's, I was hanging out with uh, some family friends of mine. I call them cousins. So one of my cousins, uh, he's very... Uh, his... Instagram is very I don't want to say manipulated but like <laughs> catered uh, hands on he's trying to present a specific image ah. through his social media which is which I think is perfectly fine it's part of the game um, 
So like sometimes we'll be doing things or, or like taking a, uh, doing something. And so my, one of my friends loves recording and editing our moments together. And consistently, my cousin asks to be edited out of these. So I and I kind of understand it. So like, I think in this photo circumstance, it's a little weird because unless you're like, like holding both hands and like staring yeah. eye to eye or like making out in the picture I don't like if it's just like a friendly like group picture I don't think there's too much to worry about yeah. but at photo. the same time I understand catering your mini- your uh, Instagram to be of a certain image I fully understand that part because like have, I have an agent now and I have to be extremely careful with what I post It what even what I'm tagged in if I'm not like a picture is not posted of me just like anything I'm tagged in she sees or they see so it's like you do have to be careful but I would want to see the picture if the picture like explicitly suggests that they're a couple and they're like we're not comfortable with this then I would feel one way but if yeah. it's just like everyone's just kind of like it's like a group hug then that's stupid I it's stupid to feel think. that way OP, I don't think OP described it as that there's a bunch of friends looking at the camera with their arms on yeah, each other that's fine I don't think that's suggesting <laughs> that's like fine perfect. also if they're that's that uncomfortable crop them out Right? Like, if they're not comfortable with having their photo on the platform, that's one thing. If it's like, I don't want them to think we're dating. Nobody's going to think that. Shut up. All right. You guys ready for the second one? Yes. This one is a little bit more complex. Um, So, am I the asshole for suing my girlfriend after (gasps) she had my car taken to the scrapyard? Ooh. So, this person, OP here, had a 1967 Impala four-door that he was working on. Um... I'm not going to give you the gist to that. It's a bunch of car jargon. It's car. Either way, he had it in his uh, driveway, okay. mm-hmm. and he put around $11,000 into this car. Oh, okay. okay. And he had a big property. His girlfriend was like, hey, I want to park on the driveway, but the Impala's there. She, he said, no, you can park, like, on the grass in, in these nice shaded spots. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day, he went away on a business trip. He came back. Uh, his girlfriend, he didn't see her car in its normal spot under the tree or whatever um and then his girlfriend came over and was like yeah i i had it sold and taken to the scrapyard not even sold just taken to the scrapyard um he broke up with her Mm -hmm. and is now suing her as well as the guys that took her to the scrapyard yeah good yeah that's not not that's not her responsive or that wasn't her her place it's not her position but possessions Girlfriends are stuff. not girlfriends. Sue. Doesn't matter. I wonder how long they were dating. Like if they were like together for a month, and she's like, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> it was implied that they were living together. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That don't mean a thing. You doesn't have matter. people who are moving after a month. It's not or your a stuff. Year. Don't touch it. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. a little iffy on because <laughs> I, I think I think it's definitely the the girlfriend who sucks here. But I think also the scrapyard has a little bit of blame here because like there's. People come into scrapyards to get rid of like stolen cars or things like that, like a lot. So there's you're supposed to have methods in place to verify that like this is your car. Oh sure. So did she just get in there and then like show his her boyfriend's ID or something? Like how would that have gone? I would feel like there's part of the story missing. I would be but curious like, like still... what the girlfriend's. No, I would be curious what the girlfriend's point of view was. Like was there something or if he was just like I had this really expensive car, my girlfriend's. A- Jerk and she I, sold it. Like I feel I like think, there's something missing. I think the girlfriend's point of view is still like he's not doing this for me. I'm gonna I'm, take it I away. I want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> Let her speak. <laughs> I I want to hear. He's it. not the a hole from this. From what we know, I he's not the a hole. I gave no. you the very like bare bones. Essentially, just all the detail, all the major points. 
Yeah. Right. I I don't I don't think. And, and he's suing the the girlfriend and the scrapping company. I think the situation's already resolved because yeah, update cool. they found my car. Great. So okay. either way, he did file like a police complaint yeah. against her. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think that's entirely fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she basically stole his car. Exactly. Essentially, yeah. Exactly. I'm just always curious. I'm like, I want to hear both sides because it's yeah. happened where I voted like one way or been like this person's the a hole, and then something comes out or I see how the OP responded mm-hmm. to other commenters and it's like, well, not really that happened, but like this. And I'm like, oh, you're in the wrong, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can never know like the full story. I know, but, but I want from, to. From the information that is presented, we uh, can only go so far. So there, there is a, theory. on these subreddits, there is the also the option. So you vote basically, uh, you're the asshole, you're not the asshole, everybody's the asshole, or uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, nobody's the asshole. Um, but there is also a category of info where you're basically just asking more before you commit to any results. Those are some of the best like comments in the whole thread because they'll help you kind of like see things from a context you might have not otherwise. Mm-hmm. That's some cheese muscle stuff though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's the whole subreddit. <laughs> the whole subreddit is just cheese mo, bro. <laughs> I have an entire I follow entire accounts called Toxic Reddit and oh, it's just man. am I the a-hole and it's so funny because it'll be like am I the a-hole for kicking out my son and never wanting to speak to him again over burning my dinner and then it's like <laughs> yes. the first sentence is like okay so I know most of you guys are gonna think I'm the a-hole but out. I'm not hear me out and then it's like three <laughs> things it's so fun. or I've seen ones where it's like Am I the a-hole for leaving my daughter with my husband and I don't want to take care of her anymore and I hate her and I want to kill her by the way she's three. <laughs> I've seen that Are explicitly. You a dick? Yes. And she was like, she's just so she's just too much. But her brother's just fine and he's five, so I don't know what's wrong with her. Oh, and I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I like that account because I know I'm gonna feel one way towards hmm. the OP. I just oh. like I I like the drama. Am I the drama? <laughs> I'm the drama. It's the problem, me? Me? <laughs> okay. Uh, great. Let's come. I like that. Yeah. Good job, Joe. Yeah. That was let's, our little. Let's do things like this again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anybody else have anything to say before we close out? Hmm. Um. Take your change out of your pocket when you put your clothes in the laundry. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Too many a time. My room's like on the other side of the laundry room. So I'll be up in the middle of the night, or like I'll be trying to sleep, and I hear, go, 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 go. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's there. So a bit of advice. <sighs> okay, Patrick? I thought I saw you on mute. Oh, uh, yeah, I got nothing, man. Okay, great. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank oh, you so yeah. much for joining us on another Delta episode here on Razzadazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore show. Make sure to tune in every Thursday on the Live 365 app, Eagle Radio Station, where we are live. And we'll catch you on the next one.